Entrepreneur on Fire 515. Mix a little inspiration with perspiration and a dash of Entrepreneur on Fire. Now you have the ingredients to success. Here's the master chef, John Lee Dumas. Besides fear and lack of confidence, design projects are what I see hold entrepreneurs back most. Luckily, 99designs can help. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. You probably think a mobile app for your business is way out of your league, right? At business apps, there's zero programming knowledge needed. Visit businessapps.com. That's B-I-Z-N-E-S-S apps.com today. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Tom Ziegler. Tom, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely, yes. <laughs> All right. As CEO of Ziegler Incorporated, Tom not only shares a last name with his father, Zig Ziegler, but he also carries on his philosophy, which is simply, you can have everything in life you want if you will just help enough other people get what they want. I've given our listeners just a tiny overview, Tom, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. You got it. Well, I'm Tom Ziegler. I'm the CEO of Ziegler, Inc. I've been uh, working in this business for 49 years, and uh, actually, I'm 49 years old, so you can tell I'm kind of (laughs) born into it. Officially, though, I started here a little over 26 years ago. I've been the CEO and president for 19 years, and uh, for most of that time, I was the the behind-the-scenes guy, kind of setting the stage for everybody else. We have a business. Uh, we, we say we're in the transportation business. We help people get from where they are to where they want to be. So our goal and our mission is to equip other people and organizations uh, to become and be, do, and have all that life has to offer. And we do that through foundational programs, personal development, goal setting, attitude, motivation, inspiration, as well as specific skills like sales training, leadership, uh, presentation skills. Then about three years ago, uh, I started going out and speaking, and now I'm kind of traveling all over the world speaking. I never thought I'd do that, but I have to say I love it. Tom, I am so honored to have you on the show today because here at Entrepreneur on Fire, we love to share the journeys of entrepreneurs with our massive audience around the world of entrepreneurs, of entrepreneurs, and of small business owners. And what you've done at Ziegler Inc. is simply astounding. The resources, the value you provide, the ripple effect you have around the world is just so inspiring to me to see that that is possible, that kind of ripple effect and power effect is so out there. So Tom, we always start Entrepreneur on Fire off with a success quote because we really want to get that motivational ball rolling and keep this fire that you've lit ablaze. So take it away. Okay. Well, I'm going to give you two because one is just not enough. <laughs> uh, the, the, the quote that meant the most to me in my life is one that dad had, and it's simply this, you are who you are and what you are because of what's gone into your mind. And you can change who you are and what you are by changing what goes into your mind. So when you think about that, we're the sum total of everything that's come into us. We're, we, our thoughts, our actions, everything that we do on a daily basis uh, is a result of all the things that we've taken in, things that we've accepted, things that we've rejected. 
And if we want to change who we are, we just change what goes into our mind. And so I'm a little bit simpler than Dan, so I shortened that. And my quote that I love that's the same thing, but it's just phrased a little bit different is this. What you feed your mind determines your appetite. What you feed your mind determines your appetite. I was speaking one time, and and uh, this lady yelled out, that's just like NASCAR. <laughs> and I couldn't, you know, I'm like, I'm trying to make the connection. Okay, how does what, what you feed your mind determine right. your appetite? And here's what she said. She said, if you're going around a racetrack at 190 miles an hour, your eyes have to look where you want the car to go. If you look at the wall, you hit the wall. At that speed, you have no time to adjust. And that's just the way life is. If we look at, you know, becoming the right kind of person, doing the right kind of things, if that's where our vision is, that's where we go. But if we look at, oh, I don't want to do that, or I hope that doesn't happen, or, you know, if I do that again, it's going to be a big problem, then guess what? That's where we go. And so we have a choice. We can put those good, pure, positive things into our mind. That will determine our appetite. That will determine our future. That will determine where we go. Wow, Tom, I could end this interview right now and it will have already created an incredible amount of value for every listener. But luckily for me and for Fire Nation, we have about 25 more minutes of Tom Ziegler. So Tom, what we're going to do now is take the spotlight and turn it to you, to your journey as an entrepreneur. As you said, it's been 49 years since the day that you were born and 26 really in the position that you're in now. So share with us a time in your life that you failed, or maybe if you want to use a different terminology, that you faced a massive challenge or obstacle that you really had to dig deep to overcome. But really tell us that story, Tom, and the lessons you learned. Oh, my gosh. Well, I got a doozy. Yes. As Dave Ramsey, as Dave Ramsey would say, I've, got a, I've done stupid with zeros on the end of it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So 19 years ago was when I became president, and uh, so I was 30 years old, and Three years after that, I thought I knew what I was doing. I had, you know, I had three whole years of leadership experience, and I put together this business plan to launch a brand new business. Every entrepreneur loves to do this. And uh, I presented it to the family because uh, we're a family-owned business, and it was going to be a new business, but it was going to be built on the one that we had. And almost everybody was excited about it, but the numbers just looked uh, ridiculously good. You know, it's one of those plans that look too good to be true. And of course, we found out later it was. <laughs> uh, but we spent a quarter million dollars researching, developing, putting all the stuff underneath it, making sure we got the right information. And then we launched and it was in a fast growth uh, direct sales industry. And we launched it and less than a year later, I had to shut it down. Uh, and we had lost two and a half million dollars in that amount of time. And it's, you know, it's funny how fast money adds up when you start writing checks and, you know, 50000 here, or $100,000 there. And we had done everything right, you know, that we could think of. And uh, we launched it and, and it, was a, it was pretty much a failed venture from the get-go. And so every night I went to bed, and if you know who my dad is, Zig Ziglar, uh, he had spent his whole life building a career and a reputation. And so every night I went to bed thinking, oh, my gosh, I have just ruined dad's reputation. Mm. And, you know, it's one thing when we when we pull it all together and we go for something and, and we're the only ones at stake. 
you know, we're, we're risking ourselves. It's another thing when, you know, it's your personal family. And then it's another thing still when it's, you know, you're, you're trying to build something off of the foundation that somebody like Zig Ziglar's built. Um, but I tell you what, by the grace of God, there's some things that came together. We were able to, to, we closed that business. We were able to pay back all that debt, um, and survive. And, you know, I, I tell people I got a two and a half million dollar education in about, <laughs> about 36 months. Uh, but the biggest lesson I learned from that was whatever you do, keep your word. Even if it means calling people and saying, hey, I'm going to keep my word. It's just going to take longer than I thought <laughs> uh, because they will stand by you. I mean, there, there may be financial situations that, that, you, that you feel like are insurmountable. But if you just keep plugging at it and then start making good decisions, because the, the best way to get out of a hole like that is to quit digging the hole, which we did. And then you start making really good business decisions on a day to day basis. And you go to bed every night. My One of my mentors told me, he said, look, don't beat yourself up. Go to bed and ask yourself, did you do everything you could that day? And if the answer is yes, then sleep good because that's all God expects. And so over the period of the next three or four years, we were able to pay off that debt. We made some really good business decisions. We learned some valuable lessons on what not to do. And that's one of the things we teach these days is, is you know, kind of how to avoid those those kind of fatal flaws. The first one was just classic. I mean, any textbook would have it is you don't you don't start a new venture on the back of one that's going great, you know, because then you can take them both down. So we we were saved that. But uh, people stuck by us. It took us a while. We paid it back and the, the reputation stayed intact. In and uh, boy, I learned a lot. So. Tom, I love that story for so many reasons. And I know it's going to resonate and be powerful with Fire Nation. And it reminds me of a conversation I recently had with a past guest who invested in this great company. He said, you know, I invested in this startup because I really believed in the founder. And, you know, the idea was good, but the founder was just amazing. This guy is going to be an all-star. And then he continued talking and it came to the end of the conversation. And he said, yeah, and I ended up losing $18 million in that investment. And I said, whoa, that's too bad. Like, you know, I thought you were going to have maybe a long-term relationship with that guy. And he's like, oh, you better believe it, I am. I, I invested $18 million in that guy's education. <laughs> He'll be with me for life. So <laughs> just like you said, Tom, where you had a $2.5 million education, the successful entrepreneurs, Fire Nation, the ones that understand what it means to invest in yourself and to learn from mistakes are the ones that always win that marathon that are there for the long term. So Tom, let's go to the other end of the spectrum. You share with us that failure and that amazing lesson you learned. Thank you for sharing that specific. Let's talk about an aha moment. Let's talk about a light bulb that went off at some point in your journey as an entrepreneur. Really tell us that story and the steps that you took to turn that idea into success. Okay. Well, this is great. This is this is a recent uh, aha story. Cool. It's, only, uh, it's only a year and a half old. Um, I, was, I was given the opportunity to go and speak in Australia to... Uh, he, a, a large or a large group of real estate investors, and they were asking me to come in and, and talk to the small business owners there. Uh, the particular philosophy of this group was they believed real estate was a great investment, but only if you were investing uh, profits from the other things that you were doing. So they didn't believe in leverage and, and all that stuff. So I really felt good with their philosophy. Well, 
hit it off great, went over there, came back, and this, the gentleman who founded this has become a good friend. So last year in February, he was in the States buying real estate, and I went to meet with him. And he asked me this question, and just to background, uh, Dad, Zig Ziglar, uh, Dad passed away uh, a little over a year ago, and he quit speaking about three years ago. So as a company, we've gone through a big transition because he has been – you know, the name that everybody recognizes, uh, kind of the branding of the company. He was traveling all over the world. And for the last three or four years, we've been going through uh, a transition. What do we do next? So my friend who had me speak in Australia, his name is Steve McKnight. So we're in uh, Fort Myers, Florida. And he asked me a question. He said, Tom, do you want to make five times the revenue this year than you did last year? And of course, you know, being a small business entrepreneur guy, I said, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He said, no, really? Do you really want to do that? And I said, yes, I do. And he said, well, how are you going to do it? And so I started thinking about this and that. And then he asked the real question. He said, Tom, if your wife and your daughter were kidnapped and you got a ransom note and it said, if you don't increase your revenue five times in the next 12 months, you'll never see him again. What would you do? Whoa. And remember, we're a legacy business. We've been, we've been in business 40 years. And the philosophy that we teach and, and the principles that we teach never change. But the methodology and the way you reach the market and, you know, and all those things are constantly changing. And so in our company, we have a lot of things that we've always done. And we like doing them because we've always done them. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they're the best things we could be doing to reach the most people and have the greatest impact. And so when he asked the question that way, it takes everything off the table that's sacred. Because right now, the only thing that matters is the life of my wife and daughter. Right. Right. And so because of that, we started, you know, you do the mental math, right? Okay, well, if you're going to grow that much, can you do it $50 at a time? Probably not. <laughs> That's a lot of transactions. <laughs> That's very transactional. Right. So you've got to think big. And it became really clear that because we've got to think big, uh, we need help. Because the size organization we, we have, even if we came out with the ultimate product, that's not the solution. We need more people helping. So because of that one question, we the aha was, is, wow, we need help from other people, people who are speakers, trainers, coaches, and consultants who've, who love our philosophy. We need help from them to help share it. And so out of that, we created the Ziegler Legacy Certification Program. And in the fall of November, we had our first certification class that we kicked off. And now already we've got 26 more people out there than we had at this time last year who are out training and teaching our programs. So that was a huge question, you know, because we get locked in, we get this, you know, this tunnel vision of this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. And we pursue it. And then as we become successful, we think, well, I've always done that. I've always done that. I've always done that. And a question like that just clarifies it. And here's the funny thing is even though the goal was, he phrased it as, would you like to have five times the revenue? The reality is, is the type of products and services that we offer 
is if we get five times the revenue, that means we're impacting five times as many people. That means five times as many lives are being changed. So from a principal value philosophy perspective, it's absolutely the right kind of thinking because we can't win unless the people we are working with win. It's a, you know, our philosophy won't work unless you personally benefit from it. So what a, what a huge mind shift or mind shift because now it made it real easy to say, okay, that's good. That's good. But what's better than that? Fire Nation, what a mindset shift that one question had upon Tom. And what would happen if you pose that question to yourself in your business, in your life, that one question that would really make everything else, and again, that tunnel vision that we sometimes get all stuck in, just not really as prevalent on that everyday mentality that we have. And Tom, if you could boil it down for Fire Nation, if you could really sum up just all of that greatness into one sentence that you could really want Fire Nation to walk away with from that aha moment, that mindset shift, what would it be? Yeah, that's a great question. It's don't, and this is, I'm kind of being cliche here, sure. uh, but uh, don't let good keep you from best. Mm-hmm. When we when we step back and reevaluate, because I, I had to come, this is more than one sentence, but when <laughs> I got real comfortable with, wait a second, there's people's lives at stake. I mean, you know, there's the metaphorical lives of my wife and, and daughter, but really every time we do something, we get we get letters and testimonials and calls about how it impacted them personally in some way. You know, their marriage improved, their business grew, they made more sales, uh, their health got better, whatever, because of the, the things that we teach. And we owe it to the people who we haven't reached yet to do whatever it takes to get to them. So being able to set aside, okay, that's good, but what's better made a huge impact. Don't let good get in the way of the best. And that's so powerful, Tom. For Fire Nation, I know they're resonating with it. But for me, I mean, absolutely. I was also in the real estate field for a long time. And I was doing so good. I was making six figures a year. I had these golden handcuffs that we talk about on Entrepreneur on Fire all the time. They were keeping me at this job that I didn't love, that I wasn't passionate about because I was listening to those people around me saying, John, you'd be silly to leave to leave what you have going now. You're making $10,000, $12,000 a month. That's phenomenal money. Like, Stay there. Stay good. You don't need to take that risk. And for me, Tom, I just knew there were other things out there that I wanted to pursue. And so I left it behind. It was a risk, but I took that leap. And now at Entrepreneur on Fire, you know, we're making six figures plus a month because we're doing stuff like you're doing at Ziegler Inc. that are inspiring people around the world. And it's so powerful and, and it resonates with me so much more, so much more powerfully. And I get excited every day as I know you do too, Tom. And if you could really take that excitement that you experience and you've experienced throughout your journey, what would your answer be to what is the proudest entrepreneurial moment you've ever experienced? Well, I tell you that it's, it's like, you know, that one scenario that's just happened. It was the launching of the Ziegler Legacy Certification Program. Because really, for the, for the first time, uh, we are equipping people who bought into the philosophy. They go through a course, and they're able to go out there and train in their own community our materials. So they're not employees. They get to keep whatever they're, you know, they're still doing their main business. Some of them are uh, their corporate uh, employees. Some have their own businesses. Some have training companies. 
Some are doing it just to go back and train their staff. One of the guys has 400 employees and he came through. And so we've now, you know, and and it's kind of cool because we set these extremely high standards. We do background checks and they come to the class. And just because they come doesn't mean that they get certified. We're willing to give them their money back if they're, you know, if they don't train at the level that we need them to train. And I thought when we put all those standards up that, you know, people would criticize us for it. But the the first group that came through of 26, they all said, this is exactly what we want. <laughs> we want this to be an exclusive club of people who are committed to doing it right and who put the, you know, the philosophy first. And the philosophy is simple. You can have everything in life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. And so now I've got 26 additional advocates. We're having our next class uh, coming up in a few months. And, and so it's an exponential. It's a leverage thing. So I love it because it's leverage. I love it because there's no way that we can go and teach teachers our material in a school district uh, in Michigan all the way from Dallas. We have a guy from Hong Kong who's one of our uh, instructors. We, we're not local in Hong Kong. Hong Kong. So all these things are opening up just because of that one question that Steve McKnight asked. Wow, I can see so clearly why that is your proudest entrepreneurial moment, Tom, the ripple effect that you're having. I mean, you've done a launch before, you failed, you learned some amazing lessons, that $2.5 million education, then you launched again, this time on the back of an amazing question that really made you think, and this time it resonated, and this time it's working. What an amazing feeling. And Tom, On that note, I don't know if there's anybody that's better equipped to answer this question because you've been living it your whole life. You are an entrepreneurial journey from day one until now. And as you know, again, probably better than most and maybe anybody, the entrepreneurial journey has the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. We are on this roller coaster. What's your philosophy on the entrepreneurial journey and what's the best way that you found to keep a balance? You've always got to have the... the, uh the dream or the, or the passion pulling you towards it. And we were writing the book uh, with dad about three years ago called born to win. It's the last book that the dad participated in. And I wrote it, the last chapter of that book and it was connecting personal success with business success. And it was really aimed at the entrepreneur. And so one of my good friends uh, who we do a lot of business with, his name is Howard Partridge. He's the exclusive uh, business coach for us uh, when we do work with small business owners. And I said, Howard, you know, can you give me an idea, a thought, a concept, a quote that would connect the personal side to the business side? And so he sent me a quote, and and this is the one that just in the last three years has probably impacted me more than any. It said this, your business exists for one reason and one reason only as a vehicle to help you achieve your life goals. So if you're an entrepreneur, the only reason that you do what you do, the only reason your business exists is it's a vehicle to help you achieve your life goals. And the unfortunate thing is so many entrepreneurs and business owners haven't taken the time to determine what their life goals are. What are the big things in life they really want to be, do, and have? And so they get in a trap, you know, they, they get in the rat race, they start fighting fires and they get comfortable with it. They get comfortable being the man who does all the work instead of growing the business and, and, you know, and equipping others to, to do the day to day stuff. 
But when you realize the only reason you do what you do is, is to, you know, help you achieve your life goals, it puts it in perspective. And by the way, you can change business for career or, or nonprofit or whatever. The only reason all of us invest our time should be to achieve our life goals. So Fire Nation, one thing that I really want to pull out of everything that Tom just said was that you must have passion pulling you towards it. And that's one thing that I believe so incredibly powerfully about is that what we're on, Fire Nation, is a marathon. We're not on a sprint. You know, those times in my life when I tried to do those sprints where I didn't have the passion but I was chasing the money, I always flamed out and it never worked out like I wanted it to. But now that I always have this passion pulling me towards inspiring millions, it's a marathon and I will see success along that journey, not just at the end of this quick sprint, which again, oftentimes ends in the flame out. And Tom, what I would love to ask you right now to bring things to present times, because you just share with us that very recent aha moment and the success that you're having, share with Fire Nation one thing that just really has you fired up right now. <laughs> well, in December, I'm going through, and it's, this is a personal revelation. Yeah, great. Because, you know, you kind of get clear, okay, this is what I want to do with the business, and this is what I need to work on. And so I was trying to think, you know, well, personally, what could I do? And so I asked myself this question. I've never asked myself this question before. And the question was simple. What can I see myself doing the rest of my life? Right. Right. And it's, if, and it's kind of, you know, some, I work with a lot of serial entrepreneurs, so they build something, they let it go, or they sell it, they build it, they sell it, they build it, they sell it. That's awesome. But you can still ask yourself that question because the question is bigger than the next thing. The bigger is what are you really doing? And so I wrote a personal mission statement, and this is what mine sounds like. My mission is to help you become significant by equipping you to help others become significant. Um. And so whatever your, whatever your passion is, when, and when we talk about this, this, this journey and, and we, we call it, there's four stages. You're, you move from survival to stability, stability to success and success to significance. Survival mode is everybody's telling you who you are and what you should do, right? Until you determine who you are and what your values are and what you want to be, you're going to be in survival mode. Stability is once you determine that and you start moving towards that. Success comes when you start doing the day-to-day work that allows you to become everything you were supposed to be. So in, in, our, in our society, we often think that success is wrapped up in the fame we have, the money we have, the stuff that we have, the respect that we have. And, you know, there is success in that. But at the end of the day, that's just it's just not quite enough because it's not – eternal significance comes when eternity comes into play because you know i believe uh, that with our faith and everything we're going to live on in eternity but we also can leave a legacy and so significance is that next level where you are breathing life into other people and you're teaching them how to move along that path you're helping them become successful and then significant and so that's that to me was kind of the, the big thing is, hey, you know what? Our business is going to grow and it's going to change and the markets are going to, you know, mandate that we do different things. Facebook could collapse next week. You know, we don't we don't know. But my mission isn't ever going to change because I love equipping people to help other people become significant. 
And I can do that in a hundred different ways. I could go and start a franchise. I could go and do anything. And if people are involved, I can still fulfill that mission. Powerful, Tom. And before we hit the lightning round, let's thank our partners. You know the whole mobile explosion everyone's been talking about for like a couple of years now? Yeah, we all know it's true. More than ever, customers are using their cell phones to do everything from locating the best restaurant around to making major purchasing decisions. As business owners, this presents a huge opportunity. Oh, you're not a programmer? That's okay. We'll talk about that in a minute. What if I told you that, programming aside, you can become a provider of mobile apps for your customers today? If you're interested in the mobile app reseller space, but not necessarily big into programming, then you should check out business apps. At business apps, there's zero programming knowledge needed. Plus, they've created several highly customizable themes, giving you total brand control and enabling you to create apps for nearly every type of business from restaurants to realtors. Visit businessapps.com. That's B-I-Z-N-E-S-S apps.com today and start building your next app for free. There are several things that hold us back from becoming an entrepreneur. After doing over 450 interviews with today's most inspiring and successful entrepreneurs, I can tell you that by far, the number one thing holding people back is fear. Fear is followed by several other factors, lack of confidence, not knowing where to start. But in my personal experience, something that I see holding people back every single day from launching their podcast or website or business is design. Don't get me wrong. Design is very important for your business. Your design is oftentimes people's first impression of your business. It shouldn't be something that holds you back from launching that podcast or website. It's something that you can get started on today. At 99designs, you'll have several professional designs to choose from within just a few days of requesting your design. Visit 99designs.com slash fire to start your design project today and get a $99 power pack of services free. And Tom, we've now reached my favorite part of the show, the lightning rounds, where you share incredible resources and insights with Fire Nation. Sound like a plan? You bet. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Being in a family business and, and thinking I needed to do things in the way they've always been done. What is the best advice, Tom, you've ever received? <laughs> I've got so many of them. I know. <laughs> oh, man, my gosh. Uh, you know, it's it's probably just if I took all of dad's words and what he said to me, I mean, he, he, said, he said to me, son, you can never be Zig Ziglar. You can never be me. You can never be anybody else. But you can be the best you in the world. And that takes the pressure off of trying to emulate somebody else at the same time, it puts the pressure on becoming the best you. you Very interesting. It is so true. Like what you said, it takes the pressure off. You know, I don't have to live up to these great expectations that other people are placing maybe because I'm Zig Ziglar's son, but at the same time, I got to step up here for Tom Ziglar. This is me. I'm going to be all I can be. So very powerful advice. That's both relaxing, but at the same time, motivating. And Tom, can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success? Yes, I, I've created a uh, first thing in the morning time capsule um, where I spend anywhere from uh, one hour to three hours and I line out exactly what I want to accomplish before I get started. 
and I do it without interruption. So it's the only part of the day I can control. You know, once I get to the office or, or you know, life starts going on or phone calls come or whatever, sometimes you get pulled in different directions. But if you can set aside before anybody else gets up, before the day gets going, where you work on specific things that are going to have an impact, then that changes everything. Tom, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? <laughs> well, I'm kind of a social media guy. Uh, I was one of the early uh, heavy users of Twitter. Yeah. And uh, now I'm, I'm doing Facebook, and I, and I like the interconnectedness of it. And I've even taught strategies on it, but it really comes down to this. You know, it's about relationships. And Seth Godin has the greatest the greatest quote of all. Uh, he talks about that today we live in the connection economy. We don't live in the industrial age or the computer age. We live in the connection economy. Right. We're all connected, right? And the number one commodity of the connection economy is trust. Trust is a byproduct of integrity. Every single second of the day, everything you say or don't say, everything you do or don't do, everything you post, you've got to ask yourself the question, is this building trust or is it eroding trust? Because in the connection economy, people do business with people they trust. And so the goal in whatever you're doing there is to build trust. Build trust. Fire Nation, you can find the links to all this great stuff that Tom and I are chatting about at today's episode at eofire.com slash Tom Ziegler. And Tom, if you could recommend, and I know this is going to be tough, and just one book for our listeners, <laughs> what would it be? Oh, well, I'm kind of partial to our newest book, Born to Win. Cool. Yeah, it uh, talks about how it's off of Dad's quote, you were born to win, but in order to be the the winner you were born to be, you must plan to win, prepare to win, and then only then can you expect to win. So we break down planning, preparing, and expecting to win. And it's, it's, a, it's a formula for success no matter what you're trying to accomplish. Well, Fire Nation, I know you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. Com. And Tom, this next question is the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Oh my gosh. Well, you know, I would probably do two things. I would probably find as fast as possible uh, some sort of a sales position that would put me in contact with as many people as possible face to face. And I would also use social media and I would start immediately building relationships because from those relationships, um, every, everything, everything hinges on relationships. So that's where I would start. Uh, I mean, Tom, in a perfect world, I would just sit here all day and ask you just leading questions and just listen to these amazing responses from this wealth of information that you've garnered throughout the years of being Zig Ziglar's son and then being your own entrepreneur and then taking Ziglar Inc. to the heights where it is now. It's just so inspiring to see and to hear. 
And let's end on a high note by you giving Fire Nation just one parting piece of guidance, sharing the best ways that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Okay. One of the things I'm working on right now is a concept called dream performance. And the idea is, I don't know if you noticed it, but you go out in the world and there's all these zombies everywhere. You yes. know, it's just, it's just people going through the motion. It's like The and, Walking Dead. Yeah, it is. It is The Walking Dead. And so <laughs> I kind of like to have fun. And so I, I came up with this quote. And, and and it's also, let me go back a second. When I've talked to, and I've talked to thousands of business owners and executives, and I say, sure. what's your number one problem? And it always comes back to this. They say, my people don't care. You know, they're zombies. They don't care. And so my quote is, zombies don't care because they have no dreams. And so as you build your business, as you grow and you, you hire people, what you've got to do is you've got to get dream performance. And the way you get dream performance is you get dream alignment. You see, your company has dreams. You know, they, we call them growth or revenue numbers or profit or whatever. People have dreams, too. It's called the college fund for the kids or retirement right. or vacation or whatever. And the crazy thing is, is every dream that I know of takes time and money to make it happen. So the reality is, is that if somebody has their own dream, maybe it's to go to Tahiti for three weeks. The better they do at their job, the faster their dream is going to come true. And the reason is, is if you do great at your job, you're going to make more money, get more responsibility or be hired away by somebody who will do those two things for you. And a great entrepreneur, a great leader understands that if they can help each person on their team achieve their personal dreams, then their big dream of where they want their organization to go is also going to happen. Because if your whole team all hits their personal dreams, then the company's going to win. So that's dream alignment. That's dream performance. And let's just say, this is just a parting example. If somebody says, well, my dream is to get out of debt. As the entrepreneur or the owner, your job isn't to pay off their debt. Your job is to teach them how to do a budget. Maybe introduce them to Dave Ramsey. Give them the tools to do it. And when, they, when you do that, they'll know that you care about them personally. And when people know you care about them personally, their attitude about what they do every day and how they do it totally changes. Wonderful. And Tom, what's the best way that we can connect with you? Uh, the best way is uh, at Ziggler.com. That's where all of our resources are. Of course, you can find Tom Ziggler on Facebook. You can find Zig Ziggler on Facebook. Our Zig Ziggler Facebook page has gone ballistic. We're adding thirty to 40,000 likes a week. Come on. That's unbelievable. Oh, I don't know what's going on, man, but we don't want it to stop. So. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff is we have tons of links there, all the quotes. Uh, I, I love going to that page. And the community that's responding to it, our talked about ratio is over 2 million people talking about it. So that's we've got 200% talking about, which is crazy. That's amazing. That's unbelievable. And Tom, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything of value that we've been talking about at eofire.com. Just click on the podcast tab in the nav bar because Tom's interview is hanging out in the archives or just enter Tom in the search bar and his show notes page will pop right up. And Tom, I just want to thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. All right. Thank you so much. Fire Nation, are you ready to take action but not sure where to start? 
that can definitely be frustrating. That's why we created the Fire Pass series, an in-depth weekly email delivered straight to your inbox. In the Fire Pass series, we walk through every detail of starting your business. This is a journey where your passion and our guidance unites. If you're ready for the Fire Path, visit thefirepath.com to sign up today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite.